still in Arlington. He's not in Buffalo yet. He's not in Buffalo yet. Uh, but we going to Buffalo this Sunday to boosh it up, baby. Uh, boosh it up, baby. Uh, boosh it up, baby. What's up, Can Fan Nation? Let's hear some noise. No. Am I the only one that's hyped up right now? Well, I can't. If, if the song's going, because I'm OOO and the song's going and you're screaming, I don't hear anything. So I'm just like, I'm like, just going like this. I like, just go like this until I can uh, hopefully hear again. Can you hear this, though? Crack, Crack me if you got, got him, son. Ooh, Actually, what, can you hear this track. one? Uh, we kind of heard your little, like, a little. Oh, kind of like a, a little bird. Your little, like, Crack him if you got him, son. Look at that on these this fresh off of George W., Eagles week, baby. I'm still hyped on that. Uh, it's been quiet, fellas. It's been quiet online. People have not been chirping. Eagles fans have all disappeared because they can't chirp right now. They've lost to the two to other top two teams in the NFC. They got smoked out by San Fran, 42 to 10. Then the Cowboys smoked their bitch asses, 33 to 13, which could have even been a bigger beatdown. So let's just say this. It has been quiet yeah, on if, the socials. It feels like it's the last of us. And like everyone's gotten infected, and now we're like it's quiet when we're out in the outer outer perimeters. You know what I'm saying? I like I like that. It, it definitely. And if any if anyone any type of fan base is kind of like the infectos, it's the Philly fans. Oh, so that's a great hundred percent. It's the Philly fans. And we just want to say before we kind of dive into everything, what's up, chat? We see you. We see you, Math. We see you, Michael Clark. We see you. Chat's up in this. Chat is up. Daryl Painter. We see you. Kilo Supermod C. Ayo. Gus, we see you. Albert Young rolling up. We see you. Uh, we and, see then every, and then everybody else. You know? We see everyone. Ad, we see everyone. Bandwagon boys, how are you guys doing? I hate being out of office. Oh, I sucks. fucking hate it. I hate it. I hate it so much. We hate but, you when uh, you're out of office. I agree. I would hate me also. But how are you guys doing? Uh, doing well. Thanks for asking. Just That's kidding. it. That's all you're gonna give us is just a doing well. Uh, yeah. At the moment, I'm just grabbing. Some he's, stuff. He's, he, I was gonna say AJ is 100% doing something behind the <laughs> scenes right now. So, Ad, how are you doing? I'm let's, doing let's fantastic. <laughs> I'm doing fantastic. I'm wearing the new Texas Coast offense uh, shirt, uh, which you can get at CowboysCanFan.com forward slash store uh, for any other merch you want, like a Philly suck shirt because we beat their ass. Uh, you can get it there too. But I'm doing great. It's Wednesday. You know, I I got the the immediate people in my life that unfortunately are Eagles fans. I was able to walk walk up to them just with arms raised. So I felt good. Why do you have Eagles fans in your immediate well, life? Just in my in the in the building that I work out of. Get rid of them. I Get can't. Them. Yeah, you can. I they're all they're not they're not in my close friends group, so I they're just mm. in they're in my vicinity. E even easier to get rid of then. They're my vicinity, <laughs> and I, uh, I, I won. Uh, I, I placed first in regular season in one of the leagues, and I won four hundred bucks. So it was a good weekend. Beat That's the Eagles. The week. Fucking Beat the Eagles. Eagles. Lose. Plus, I got a. I won that bet against that other guy who just came at me with the Eagles uh, bet. So if I did five hundo this weekend, boys. All on, all on the gift of the Cowboys smacking. This is what happens. Good things happen to everybody involved when the Cowboys put an app absolute ass whooping down on those bitch ass eagles man that feels good there feels if there's so one game there's one game i wanted to win it was that one of course i would have loved to sweep the eagles that would have been the cherry on top not to mention it would have had us in the actual first place in the nfc so it's kind of tricky right now because i'd sent in the in chat in our dms and instagram 
that the Cowboys in the NFC standings were first place in the NFC East, but that's just a stipulation because the uh, Eagles haven't played all their divisional matchups. So the Cowboys have won more games in the division, but the Eagles still play two more games in the division. So if the Eagles end up winning out, they finish first place in the NFC East. So they even need- if the Cowboys, even if the Cowboys and Eagles both finish, uh, go go undefeated for their last four games. So Eagles need a little sneaky loss against the Giants. I think they play them twice. Giants, they play. I mean, anyone, even if the Seahawks beat them on Monday night, that still p- puts us in first place because then we'll have we'll be tied broken on conference wins and losses. And then if the Giants beat them, then 100 percent we we will clinch. But yeah. Cowboys have to win out. Yeah. Cowboys yeah. have to win out. Ben Wagon Baba, we see you. Okay, hopefully everybody. Uh, we got some feedback in the chat saying our mics need to be turned up. I think that's for Alex and I. I, I made the adjustment. Ben Wagon Baba, do I have to hold, do I have to hold it like this? Does that sound better? No, you're bushing. Um, okay. Ben Wagon Baba saying she also does not like Ant on the right. And guess what? <laughs> oh, okay. that's just that's just, I I agree. I also agree. I don't like. I don't know why he's on the right. And I think it's because that's where we had Bryson the last time. Uh, for last week, so I kept the same sch- uh, schema going on there. But uh, hey, bandwagon Baba, if we wanted to take every consensus from chat, oh, oh my goodness! And just like the NWO, you both pull out a Cowboys can fan shirt. Man, we're hey, shameless. Look at this. It looks like I'm, it looks like I'm wearing shoulder pads. <laughs> it looks like you're. It looks like you're putting your uh, head on a body. Um, and add you also. Have a have a can fan shirt. Yeah, I, I as you were working there, AJ, I was I was pimping the Texas Coast offense shirt. Um, well, what do we got going shirt. on on the show tonight, fellas? Well, hey. What do we got now that I can ask AJ and he's back in the zone? What do we have popping? Well, first of all, real quick, if you like any shirts, or you just want to see what else we got, head over to CowboysCanFan.com/store. There's some uh, shirts there. They're not flying off the shelves, but they're on the shelves. So uh, you know, why aren't they flying off the shelves? Because they're digital. That's why they're not flying. Because they're digital. But now we got, we've got we got a couple in-house. We've tested the prints. The uh, customer service is great. So, um, and that's us. So uh, just, Get them while they're hot. But, hey, let's, uh, let's, let's look at what we're doing on today's show. So, Woo! last week, we roasted two birds in a row. The Dallas Cowboys roasted the, the Seahawks and then went into the Eagles. And that meat's much more tastier. Much more sweeter. Illegal, though. I, I actually read up on it. It is illegal. I knew it was illegal in the States to kill an eagle and eat it. Definitely still illegal in Canada. Yeah. You can't hunt a, a bald eagle yeah, in but Canada, we, we which were, I, I we never knew. We were bird hunting. We oh. were bird hunting the last think, two weeks. Do you think Jerry Jones cares? He'll fly wherever it is legal. <laughs> and, and he'll he will, salt it up. And it will add extra salt. <laughs> what do you think an eagle would taste like? What like do you think a bald eagle? Fucking, do you think it would taste good? Probably like a, a, a turkey. Too muscly. A turkey, Too muscly. Maybe? I think it would be too muscly. But boy, turkey's just like fat and juicy. Yeah, yeah, but we too much, too much muscle. But may, who knows? Maybe that means more protein. I don't know. But that, hey, that was a very comfortable win we had against, which was previously the unanimously crowned uh, NFC, at least the NFC Beast champs, maybe even the NFC champs. But now things have definitely changed, and the Cowboys have put themselves into contention for that first in division finish. All right, we also had Dak Prescott uh, making waves. Here we go. MVP waves. Here we go. But he's not the only one in Cowboys Nation. Hint, the the other dude who's making waves is not European, as we uh, found out last postgame show. 
Um, I think you're the only person that thought he was European. Well, Brock you know, Purdy is that? It's, it's just a little hand. No, Alex thought. Alex well, don't thought say don't. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. No, it was automatic. No, 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 no. Look, he played soccer, and so I just uh, oh, I linked yeah, right. link him to Europe. But anyways, uh, also now we come to the Cowboys and Bills. The Cowboys, uh, they can't really take things easy easy this week. The Bills are inviting them over to Highmark Stadium for a mid game kickoff, which I, I kind of like. Um, and our show will be kicking off one hour before, so make sure you come check us out on the old YouTube uh, or TikTok too, perhaps. Um, or is it just YouTube that we're streaming on? Eh, check it out at Cowboys Can Fan wherever wherever you want. Um, and uh, make sure that you drop a score prediction in the chat because you can win some Can Fan merch if you get it right. Then um, we will see where where the uh, NFL.com le- leads the boys on that uh, power rankings chart. I believe last. We've moved from f- fifth to fourth. So now are we in that top three? I think so. And plus we'll do some score and bold predictions for the upcoming game. Make some Cam Fan buck bets and talk some Cam Fantasy football playoffs. Playoffs. All this in a bunch Here of crackums. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. All right. Well, I want to lead out <laughs> with, uh, as far as the Eagles game, the Eagles Oh, you got frozen. You up. got frozen there, you little dupe. <laughs> and you look like keep talking though. You look hilarious. <laughs> and, yeah, and, uh, I, I, I kind of threw me off guard. I seen you guys laughing. I was like, "What the fuck are they laughing about?" And then I look over and I just look like I'm stroking out on the screen. No, the Eagles Cowboys game I, again. I'm still riding that mile high feeling on it. Uh, it put us back in, and it actually AJ had said the division puts us in contention for the division win, but it also puts us in contention for the conference win. We're actually, depending on what San Fran does, San Fran has a couple sneaky games coming up, a couple divisional matchups coming up. There is a chance that the Cowboys still end up with the first overall seed. So that, that win against the Eagles was a very, very important one. It totally, because uh, if they lost, then we are, we're fighting for fifth. Ooh. At we, best. We, we lost Anth. Um, and if we and if we actually, you know, if, if the um, oh, he's back, he's back. If the uh, uh, tables go as how we want them to be turned and Cowboys end up winning out for the rest of the season, which I think Cowboys have a bit of a harder um, uh, last four games of the season here. Hey, d- dude, Lions lost to the Lions lost to the Bears. And the Dolphins lost to, to the Tennessee. Oh, look! There's zero that, chance that, banana, that, we... that banana peel eaten Will Levis. Hey, Eagles, I... Eagles, and Tommy Cutlets or whatever the fuck oh. you guys want to call him. This dude, they're they're on a three game win streak. So I, I know it looks like on paper and records that the Cowboys have a tougher one, but that might not be the case. Well, I mean, certainly the Eagles have a easier two games with um, uh, New York Giants. Yeah. Oh well. Do, but do they? I, we don't know. This is they. This is a new team with that with a new quarterback. With that, that's what I'm saying. Tommy DeVito. They're three. They've won three of their last games. The only game he lost was to the Cowboys. So it's not. I don't think it's a layup. They beat the Green Bay Packers, who are a team that's in the battle for the postseason. So on paper, it might look easy, but football is a game of of these weird momentum shifts, and the Dolphins are trending down. The Lions are trending down. Well, fuck the Eagles. We're not playing them. But for the Eagles, the Giants are trending up. So, and Arizona's trending up. So, three games that looked easy 
a month ago are now could be battles well, for, and, for the and, Eagles. And, and Eagle, uh, Arizona has the one of the Eagles coordinators on their bench. Their old defensive coordinator is is on the Eagles as a coach uh, is as on the coaching team. So that was like what that's one of the things that it, in terms of Arizona coming against uh, the Cowboys, you have somebody that's very familiar with the Cowboys game coming in and playing with you. Now you have somebody who's familiar with the team. And like, let's be honest, the offense and the defense, they're not hiding much on the Eagles. So you're, you're, they're not, they're not being creative and they're struggling and people are starting to really expose how to beat Jalen Hurts. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with the Eagles for the rest of the season. And like you were saying, are the rest of our, even though we do have some uh, tougher teams ahead of us as of late, they haven't looked like they had the first half of their season. What do you guys think we go finish the next four games record wise? Three and one. I, 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 that's what I'm thinking. I'm just throwing Three in and a, one. I'm just throwing in a sneaky loss. So which who? So out of the teams that we face, we have Buffalo win, Miami win, Lions loss. You think we're losing to the Lions? And then I think we're going to win against the. I said that at the start of the season that I think Detroit's going. I think for some reason we're just going to actually. Sorry, is, no. D, is Detroit no. is Detroit home or away? They are away. They're play, they're the only. So out of those four games that we play, our only home game is against Detroit. Oh, okay. Well, that changes my... So it's away in Buffalo, away in Miami, home at AT AT&T, and then away at FedEx or whatever the hell Washington Commander shithole of a stadium is called. Yeah, right. I might have to be swayed to 4-0 as well. Well, chat, what do you think? Drop your your next four-game score uh, uh, win-loss predictions in the chat uh, as we kind of go through our rapid recap. Um, but yeah, the, I think, look, we can, we can talk about the, what the Eagles are going to be doing in the next four games. We can talk about what we're going to be doing in the next four games, but the reality is, uh, and we are going to be talking about the, the, uh, bills in just a second here, a couple minutes, 15 minutes, something like that. Uh, but Dak MVP, I mean, is this conversation now just beating a dead horse? It's his to lose at this point, And he's not really doing anything wildly, um, in terms of of putting up big numbers, he's just playing consistent, good huckum chuckum football, which is crazy. Because in the other seasons, if you put his stats up against some of the past MVPs seasons, like Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers in the last few years, his numbers aren't as good as those guys during their MVP seasons. I'm not trying to discredit Dak at all, but there just hasn't been anyone else at the quarterback position to really stand out. And don't like Dak's on a tear right now he has 23 touchdowns to two interceptions in in the last six or seven games whatever it was if he was on that pace right from the start of the season without no doubt no brainer he's the mvp it's really depending on what he does in the next four games tyreek hill was a sneaky pick at mvp on the pace he was having but he just got hurt on monday night so he might miss a game or two so i it's it like aj just said it's dak prescott's to lose and it's because he's the most consistent football player right now, and he's the one quarterback that's elevating everyone else around him. Uh, what would you, there's a lot of chatter around Purdy. Purdy's in conversation with Dak. Do you think Pert? I mean, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago that you know Dak is one of the people that elevates the team around him, like you just said. And Purdy's working on a team of just 
studs, and he's not elevating any of them. Purdy just doesn't. I mean, and he makes the throws. He has to, but I guess it's close. That that's the other guy. Jalen Hurts was in that talk. He's not in that talk in my mind anymore. It was kind of a three horse race with Tyree Kill, Brock Purdy, and Dak Prescott, and I still think Dak's a little bit ahead of those guys. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I, Brock Purdy is worthy of the conversation. I'll say that. Um, oh, definitely, it, it, definitely. But again, it, it it's if it really depends on how the NFL ranks most valuable player. I think, like, I do believe stats come into play in terms of like opening the door to the conversation. But I think that's just kind of part and parcel. Like, obviously, if you're playing at an MVP level, you're going to be putting up very good stats. Um, but yeah, when you compare Purdy and Dak, they are very similar. So what does it come down to then? Well, it comes down to removing or, or swapping out that quarterback for a more average NFL quarterback, um, which I think people believe Purdy is and that Dak Prescott is just a better overall quarterback. If you're looking at just pure quarterback athleticism or whatever, um, you know, his Madden stats might be. So I think that's like kind of the biggest difference maker. Obviously, I'm a homer, so I want to see Dak take that home. I think that'd be awesome um, for him. But I don't. That's not his goal. His goal is to take us to the Super Bowl. And same with Purdy. I don't think he's thinking about it. He's playing some really amazing football. He's got a great arsenal of weapons around him um, that definitely edge out the Cowboys' uh, weapons. Um, but I don't know that that's necessarily a fair uh, a fair thing to put on or to take away from someone. So it's, it's, it's really close. And um, personally, if it's going to keep Dak motivated to keep playing the way he is, then let's keep that kind of comp, uh, comp competitive conversation going. Yeah. Well, I got some, I got some Cowboys trivia for you guys and don't look at Chad ad who, how many other people have won the MVP of the NFL for the Dallas Cowboys? How many times do you think it's happened? Probably shit, man. Troy Aikman's got to have it once. I think twice. Maybe. Three times. Three times. And there's probably a defender or someone back Emmett in Smith. the day. I'm going to say four. Emmett four? Smith, Staubach, and Troy Aikman. It's happened one time. Oh, shit. Only one person, and it's ne- it ha- wasn't a quarterback, so there's never been a Dallas Cowboys quarterback Drew to win Pearson? MVP of the NFL. No, you said it, or you still Emmett the only Smith. person that's Emmett Smith. Oh, wow. He's the only Dallas Cowboy to ever win the MVP, and he won it in 1993. So it's it, it. I know it's like, it's one of those things. I don't give a fuck about the MVP if we don't win the Super Bowl, really. But it does cement you as a legit person. Like if you win the MVP, you can never be said that you aren't a top X amount at the, your position, right? Ever again. You just it just can't happen. So it would be nice to see Dak get it, but it would be nice to. I'd rather him not win it and then win the Super Bowl MVP. Oh, hundred yeah. percent. You know what I mean? So, that, that, that's but, what that's what uh, Gus said, and he goes, "Or uh, was it uh, Gus? Yeah, Gus. I want Dak for Super Bowl MVP. A Super lot, Bowl MVP over anything. Yeah, a lot of chats agreeing with uh, what you guys were saying about Purdy versus Dak in terms of um, Dak elevating the, everyone around him and making and bringing out big plays from like Gallup or Fergie, whereas there's just good players around Purdy. Nobody. I mean, Purdy still has to hey, make no, the throw. He still has to make the throws." And, yeah, and no, and he's making him well. Like I think it's it's a fair conversation to have. I don't think that's like out of pocket. 
it depends what happens in these last four games too, right? Yeah. That's really going to be like, if Dak goes and throws in the next four games, four touchdowns and four interceptions, well then by the end of the season, we're not even be talking about him being no, MVP. Yeah. No, you could, if, yeah. if Brock the, Purdy keeps on, on his trajectory. Well, the reality right? of this. And the same thing could happen with Brock Purdy. Well, forever DC saying, I can't see how Purdy could be MVP because when San Francisco had Williams, Debo and MCM out, he couldn't put the team on his back and he lost three games. So when those three players were out, they went, they went like after Dallas, they went oh and three. But so, at the same time, if if CD Lamb, Jake Ferguson, and I don't know uh, Tyler Smith were out or Zach Martin were out, I mean, I still I think that could. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Hey. Exactly, bro. You so, got me. The gotcha. only the only other person who I think and, and I don't I haven't really even heard their name be be considered, but it would be CMC. I think he has a legitimate now he would have to ball out with rushing yards to get over 1500 at, by the end of the year but then he's also got 437 yards uh receiving so let's say he gets another is it out of pocket or out of is it out of control to say maybe he gets another 800 yards on the season if he finishes off these last four games really strong okay that puts him into like 22 25 2300 um yards from scrimmage territory is that enough to really I, it's it's it, tough because he's kind of had a season like that in 2019 with carolina he had like he had like 1400 yards rushing 15 touchdowns and then a thousand yards receiving with four touchdowns and he was in conversation but it's just especially with how the running back's going it's hard for them to give it to a running back i think the last running back that had it was adrian peterson when he had two two thousand yards for running backs and receivers, it's like you almost have to either break a record or come extremely close to breaking that record. With a lot of touchdowns. I'm, with a lot of touchdowns. Like Christian McCaffrey, without a doubt, the guy should be in conversation. It's just how shitty the position's gotten in the in the eyes of everyone else. Like everyone's like, oh, it's a running back. Like we're not going to give him an MVP. Yeah. But McCaffrey, to me, is the MVP of that offense over Brock Purdy. Yeah, and that's what I was kind of getting at can you find another cmc on the cowboys no no like is there another player who you would would go to i mean look deron bland maybe getting another uh one or two pick sixes now we got it now now things <laughs> get interesting i, like I still don't think people, yep i still don't think it's enough but that would be like that's such an insane amount it of, would have to it, he, yeah it, we would have to have seen him got a pick six in this last game in some of these bigger games or even in some of these bigger games coming up. Like, oh, I know if he, that's what AJ saying. I know. No, I like know two, if he gets two more pick sixes, I know, yeah. then he's got, he's got to be in at least conversation. Yeah. Unless it's two pick sixes in the week 18 game against the commanders. And like, you know, <laughs> like I, then, then I could see them yeah. like, but, but still otherwise I don't think the, there's anyone, even CD lamb. He's, he's an amazing number one. He's really, um, put that 88 up on his chest and and is wearing it proudly yeah uh but I, I still don't think that he is the i mean certainly a game changer uh so i don't want to take that away from him and i'm actually going to kind of backpedal because i do think like he is a very necessary part of the offense but for for whatever reason it doesn't stand out like a tyreek hill who oh, Tyre what, what tyreek hill was doing man yeah and the, like that just his explosion and he was on pace to break 2000 yards. Yeah. And that's the, that's what I was thinking. This was, I think, I don't know if I said it on air, or if we were just joking about it pregame at some point. And I was like, of course the year that Dak Prescott's in contention of being an MVP, a wide receiver is going to break 2000 yards 
and end up setting the record for everything yard wise as a receiver and win the MVP. But because he got hurt, me, I think it's, I think it's forced Dak into the, into the lead position to win that. Yeah. Well, sorry. Hill Hill's at a uh, 1500 yards now. So he's still, he's still on pace if he, uh, to, to get 2000, not, not on pace, sorry, but he's still in that, Oh yeah, um, I mean, if he has, yeah. it, depending how many games he misses, though. Before we, he, he he fucked his ankle up pretty good on Monday. Yeah, night. do you think he's gonna? I, I haven't taken, I haven't looked to see if because uh, he's one of my uh, receivers in the, in the league. Bocce says, let's get all, and he's talking about Dak. Let's get him all of it. MVP, Super Bowl MVP, Baby Daddy of the Year, Sexiest Man Alive, Kraken Player of the Year. <laughs> um, oh, Kraken Player of the Year. Yeah, yeah, Kraken Player of the Year. We'll do that for sure this year. Which we didn't do last last week. Maybe we should. Uh, I thought we said I thought Aubrey. we went Aubrey. Oh, yeah. Aubrey. Aubrey. Aubrey was cracking player okay, of the game. Okay. Uh, Llama Gamer says, "I uh, where is this man? We got a lot of chat going on here." Llama Gamer said, "Did uh, y'all see Cam Newton's comments on Dak, Tua, and Purdy? Do you guys yeah. know what I'm talking?" No. So call them game managers. Yes. Yes. System. 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 Quarterbacks. They they just manage the game. Crack him if you got him. I mean, can can you take what no. he was ser- saying seriously? Did the way he was dressed? <laughs> no. He looked like a fucking Christmas tree. He looked like he, a, he looked dressed. like a he looked like a villain in a Christmas movie. So someone yeah. someone tell me why game manager is a negative. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. And you know but, what? But if, like the way that he's meaning, I, I know it should. I know. Be, but the way that he's meaning is like, oh, he's so. It's like okay, so what should he be then? A like he. Sh- so the only quarterback that stands out is someone who can run as well. Um, yeah, I don't I don't really understand the game managing thing. It's yeah. kind of a knock saying that in the way that he's saying it, it's a knock that they're not going to go out there and win the game themselves. But if you're managing your team, which I don't think Dak's doing, I think Dak is winning games for the Cowboys this year, by the way. But for like Tua and and Purdy saying they're game managers, but it's like, yeah, if you have a bunch of stars around you, don't you want your quarterback to do manage the game perfectly, which both those quarterbacks are doing? Like, it still shouldn't really be a knock. Yeah, but look, we all, I would love, I would love, love, love a uh, a more video game-esque style. And by that, I mean how we play, where it's like, fucking first and 10, throw 30 yards. And, like, just air, air the ball out, big pick plays, big, ca- big catches, big touchdown, big runs. But... That's just not how you win games. I mean, sure, those moments happen, and we and we and we can see teams. The Cowboys have done that as well to teams over the last uh, over our two and a half, nearly three year stint here on CanFan. But I I also really love a methodical approach and just saying, okay, if your defense is going to play this, then we're going to do this, and you just play that if this then that throughout the whole game. I don't mind those little dink and dunks when they're contributing to first downs. That's that's exciting um, defense-draining football. And if that's what game management is, like throwing to, like instead of making a big, uh, throwing a ball into a more risky area to try to make that big play, um, it just like, that's exciting too. But I think that like there's, there's to see the, the Cowboys bleed the clock take the soul out of the defense. That's also really exciting for a uh, Satanist like me. Well, who the fuck is Cam Newton anyways, to be talking shit about anyone. The dude threw for over 30 touchdowns once in his career. Dax on his this year, Dax going to hit it for his third time. Cam Newton will always be Michael Vick light. (laughs) Yeah. He's just, he's just, he was just a big, he was a running guy. He was a running quarterback. Like 
he had one good season, Cam Newton, really as a quarterback where he was throwing the ball as good as he was running it. But this is the issue. I get it. He's an ex-athlete. He has an MVP caliber season. But why do we give a fuck what he's saying about any quarterback in the NFL? Really? He's just trying to make, he's just trying to make splashes and get headlines and any, and it worked because a lot I've it jumped into my feed a few times this look, week. And I just laugh how stupid he looks every time we, we, uh, I haven't seen the cliffs. So I have to go look for it now, but we, <laughs> we, we have this, there's two ways that NFL players come in. They either have a really good bind on them and they offer something um, exceptional, kind of like the Mannings. The Mannings come in and they offer like a really and and the Mannings offer a really exceptional perspective into football. A lot of the commentaries Tony Romo um, does as well. And then there's guys like McAfee or McAfee, however you want to say his name, and he brings a, a really good entertainment vibe and a, a unique show, right? And still a very good perspective because he's played the game, so he get, gets that respect. And then there's guys like Cam Newton, and who's that ex-Eagles uh, running back? Rashad, uh, Shady McCoy. Shady McCoy. They, they may or may not have good minds, but they've chosen to play the villain. And they've chosen to say, okay, well, I'm going to go in because I've played, so I have credence in, my, in what I say, and I'm going to go in and... Um, basically say all the things to get people riled up and get the clicks and the views. And they're happy in there. They're happy enough to play that, that position. And so I'm just saying like those guys, they've, they've picked the part and that's what they're doing. I don't, I don't think I don't really take either of them seriously when they say things about that don't make sense about NFL players when they're just saying something that's like, you know, going to, get a, get a good reel because that's what they're looking for and that's what those guys have decided to do so more power to them um but it's it, working it, it's working but it doesn't really it doesn't make me watch your content like I would like the former who I mentioned the Manning De- no def- definitely and, and, yeah and McAfee, I agree right? and, I don't know and, if I and, and I also sorry I also think that's why McAfee gets certain guests on because he doesn't he doesn't play that game he might favor him like Aaron Rodgers for example he definitely like is always going to be um Pat and Aaron Rodgers there <laughs> fucking goofball well can, the chat's I do like Ken hey, I do like his wild, hey I do like his wild style well but uh, chat was uh, he looks like a fucking uh um band little drummer yeah, boy R- Ryan Ryan Flowers from Clutch Sports Talk saying Cam had Steven Smith and Greg Olson and CMC and they had a good defense with Davis and Luke uh Ketchley. So like, oh yeah, you you can't like what <laughs> you got weapons around you <laughs> as much as that Neanderthal thong, uh, Neanderthal Greg Olson, but you had Steve Smith and freaking CMC. Well, no, that 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 Panthers team actually was really fun. Think about think about how much they didn't do and and all the talent they had on that fucking team. Well, they did. They had a good run, <laughs> made the Super Bowl, and then got blasted by Den- the Denver Broncos. But they had an actually they were fun to watch. When Cam Newton was running, it, it was excited. It was exciting to watch him. But again, uh, that's I'm where he should really take. Yeah, I'm not going to take Cam Newton's opinion. He, like they said in the chat, he's just salty as fuck that guys like Joe Flacco, Joe Flacco, Joe are Flacco picked, are getting picked up while he's sitting there hoping that somebody calls. Yep. Yep. Um. But hey, look, we can we can beat Dak's big MVP trophy off all day okay (laughs) but there's also another kid we need to talk about now i made that mistake as hinted earlier in the show 
that uh, I thought this guy, I thought he was from Europe, but he just played soccer. But I'm talking, of course, about automatic Aubrey breaking record. Actually, not. Is it breaking records when you discontinue to extend the record? I mean, yep. technically, yes, but yeah, you break it every time he every well, time he hits a new one. I, I put because if he miss if he misses one, that's the record. The records the record set, right? I, I said if I'm, he hits it, it's he broke it again. I like that he's extending it too, though. Like he's just keeping it going. I said know, auto, like auto, automatic Aubrey keeps kicking through records. There you that? go. There My go. favorite thing is uh, we posted a video. Check it out at Cowboys Can Fan on every social media platform. We did one. I uh, we edited a video of us being excited when he hit the sixty yarder. And my favorite comment is people, oh yeah, typical Cowboys fans, happy that their kicker made a made a uh, kick. It's like you idiot. I think that's hilarious. I think it's funny. Yeah, we're jacked the fuck up. We're hype all the time. Okay, the the, the reason that we were so jacked is we were like, okay, seven nothing. We're gonna come on and punt, and we're calcul we're trying to calculate like, okay, if they stop me here, then it's gonna be seven to three. Like you know, we're trying to, th- and then lo and behold. Big Mike, my appendix is now no part of my body. McCarthy <laughs> decides to say he's a robot. <laughs> he decides to say, no, put the boy out there. I want to see him squirm. And Aubrey, man, he came out and and this was a 60 yard field goal. And he made two big ones. The other one was 59 yards, I believe. Yeah. And both of them could have gone 70 yards. The kid's got a boot. Um, How do you feel? Crack when that, you I mean, crack me if you got crack him. I, I love the clip and you got to go check it out at. Cowboys can. Oh, it's fan. hilarious. We're having a blast. Why the, I, Why wouldn't you be excited for that? What are we? Oh, yeah, he made another kick. It's like, it's the wrong motion. Our, did you not see our kickers the last three seasons? I used to have to sit on the edge of my seat at a point after. Of course, I'm happy when our kicker comes out and drills a 60 yarder. The funniest thing prior to that clip, and, and the reason we get so excited is you're right. We're, we were talking about something completely opposite. We're like, oh, yeah, they're going to punt. And then we got kind of off track talking about something because we thought it was just a punt. And then he like it cuts to Aubrey lining up to take the kick, and yeah, we're we're twenty four seven hype train all day yeah. every day, baby. And it was it was the the momentum keeping. It was a a momentum keeping kick. Had they missed it, um, that means where would it the they they're uh, on the forty five. Yeah, you know, right? Like, and ten nothing against your divisional foe, the top team in the NFL in the first quarter. Effing right, I'm jacked up. And I was still look at that point in time too. I was still I was still nervous. Like I was like, you know, ten nothing against the Eagles ain't a thing. They they where I'm more worried about. I was like, we need to pack up the points now in the first because that's when they're going to start turning it on in the second. And then lo and behold, we're up by six and they have a two minute drive. And what do the Eagles come down to do? Like that was the fear. But yep. I mean, Aubrey breaking these records, keeping us calm. I mean, was there a uh, was there a snare of doubt when he lined up for sixty yards? Absolutely, but I was say, but I was saying, you know what? I like it. I like the gusto. I don't like where they will be if they miss. But uh, you could hear the excitement in our voices when that kick went through, and just the passion that we have for this man, Automatic Opry, breaking records, thirty for thirty to start his career. How how what's the over under on this? Like of what he's gonna get to, yeah. Before he misses, before he or misses. maybe he doesn't or miss. Maybe he doesn't miss. Maybe finishes hey, the season. I'll take a I'll take a miss in these next four games so he doesn't miss in playoffs. So playoffs, I completely agree. I would I'd rather miss one in the next four games and hit a game winner in the wild card or divisional round or NFC championship game. Sorry, one hundred fucking percent. And before you give your answers to that question that I just asked. 
this is the other thing is it was a very, really good test because th- that was a big pressure game. It was a big pressure moment, and he came in and nailed it, and he did it. Tw- he, the first one was a little bit more pressure than the second, but the distances were essentially the same. Well, even his third one was 50. He sure. had a 60, 59, and 50. Sure, like, that's sure. Fucking, that's wild. And add those all up. That's like more yards than I think the Eagles had passing. But uh, <laughs> but uh, still, like like that's a kind of test to put him out and say, okay, if you can if you can hit the ball in this game at home, um, big game against the Eagles, just to put us up by ten. That's a good test to see. Can you do? Can you? Are are your nerves going to be fine when you have to do that same thing in a playoff game? Playoffs. in the in the uh, uh, opposing. Uh, uh, teams, you know, arena. So, you know, confidence should be up for him and and for us as well. And uh, just we bleed blue and silver around here, man. You know how it is. It's like you asked the question and then you just answered it yourself, which is I'm perfectly I didn't an- fine. I'm perfectly I, no, I asked fine. The, I asked the question and then I went but, off on a different answer. But but, but your answer is very <laughs> close to what we're going to say. It's automatic Aubrey. He's not going to miss this year. I know he's going to so, go an entire season without missing. So let's say he I was put, trying to think. I was thinking. I was like, "Well, I'm trying." I was thinking. I was like, "What?" Did, I'm, I was trying to think when Ad said that you asked a question. I was like, "What?" The fuck I'd say this. Thirty-eight. I think he said, "What was the over/under?" That's and then he went this, off. This is the over/under is thirty-eight point five field goals made in a row. So that at just under three. It's like just two, under two, two more, two and a half a day or two and a half a game, almost. Yeah. Oh wait, maybe. Uh and are, are we saying he's finishing with or consecutively? This is like consecutive field goal. Okay, I, you're saying I think he could make two. I think he could make two more a game. I'm going fucking over. I'm going over. I'm going over. Okay, because two more a game brings would bring him to 38. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, going, I'm, going, I'm going. I'm going over. Going 30, over. I'm going okay. over 38. I think that's. I think that's fair. Excellent. Alert Chat, the, what do you think? Well, chat's uh, chat's saying what's more impressive. Well, so before that, alert the Canadian mountains. The big fella's on his way to Canada. Oh. Says Dallas. Uh, says Dallas Cowboys. Chris, is he com- He is coming. That's yes. Yeah, Dallas Cowboys. Chris, we have alerted the Royal Canadian Mounties. They will be um, escorting you out of the uh, uh, airport once you arrive. Just kidding. It'll just be. Uh, I don't know who are. Are we? I'll pick him. I'll pick him up on Saturday if he come. If I think he's well, Chris has said he's coming up on a Saturday, so I don't know any other plans. But I'll pick him up on Saturday, and we'll see how it goes. But he's in the studio Sunday, and he's going to be yes, in my. Sir. He's going to be in my house until he decides to leave. That's so, awesome. That's I'm that. so pumped up for that. Fucking a, fucking a, the fucking o- a. The, the only other thing besides the Dallas Cowboys, Chris giving an alert that he's coming all the way from Arlington to Canada to be in the studio, literally for no other reason but to be on the show. That's what's so gangster about it. That's awesome. It's not like he's coming out and visiting relatives or anything like that. He's not coming nope. out to watch the Canucks. He's not coming out to watch the BC Lions. He's coming out to be in Can Fan Studio to rock it with us on the Bills versus Cowboys game Sunday. We might even have to do a Saturday night show. I don't know. We'll see how we crazy might have we get. to do a Saturday show, or we'll just have to go two hours uh, uh, ahead of of the show. Yeah, whatever, whatever it is. Um, and then now I have to do another break before uh, we Ooh, go we get on to the next do thing. a nice lunch too. We'll do a nice lunch. Yeah. Hey, I, you're right. Hey, we could go for some lunch and then or a brunch, a brunch. Town or Hall, I'm saying, br- oh, yeah, we stuff. Could go. or we can go somewhere. Yeah. Uh, Bocce Eric with that ten dollar uh, super chat. Shout out Hey-o. to all the Can Fan maniacs. This chat is absolutely fire. I'm reading better takes and insight on Cowboys football than anywhere else. 12.5 subscribers and growing boots on the ground. He says, he he said earlier on, he's not yelling. He's just putting in a caps lock so that Anth can read. I love it. it. (laughs) it. 
And That's hey, he's, he is vying for that end of year Caps Lock champion. Yeah. And, and then Boots <laughs> says that Cowboys Chris is visiting fam. The can fam. He didn't oh, say the can fam is. part. I did. Uh, I love it. I love it. Oh, I'm back. Okay, I you're back. there for a second. Uh, so sometimes you just get uh, taken away in that AT&T ether. Yeah. I'll get, okay, so here's a, here's another here's another comment. Um, just here's some chat stuff. Chat's on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chat is yeah, on get fire. Get us some Let's chat stuff. Lot, stuff lot, hey, you look. Know, Get you, get us get us the gold because we are uh, after this we'll go on to power rankings so let's fucking let's hit up chat okay so uh, everyone wants to know what Hankins status is it sounds like he's gonna be out for a week I said we'll talk about it in the Bills preview so we let's make sure we bring up Hankins in the situation that we're gonna be in without Hankins uh, EJ Savage asks more impressive streak question mark mark Aubrey thirty for thirty field goals or Dallas fifteen straight home victories wow. Ooh, that is a fucking, that's a banger like, of a okay. question. In a vacuum, you'd say 15 straight home games, but it's the distances that, and I'm just thinking about last game, but still it's the distances that uh, Aubrey has made that makes it a little bit more questioning. I'm still going to lead towards 15, 15 wins at home because that's a difficult feat. That stretches multiple seasons. I would have to look into it to see what's been done more. Obviously, Aubrey's, this is, uncharted territory the amount he's made to to start to a season start yeah but i'd also like to see how many kickers have went 30 in a row at any time of their career yeah and then i'd like to see how many teams have won x amount of games at home in a row but having a home field advantage like the cowboys have that to me it's and it's more impressive because it's a team stat opposed to a, a single person stat so i'm going to side a little bit with the the 15 home games I got that answer for you. It was Vinatieri set the record for most consecutive field goals between 2015 and 2016. So it did encompass two seasons, and he probably started it halfway or some someplace through the 2015 season. When he played for the Colts, in two seasons with the Colts, Vinatieri made 44 straight field goals. Wow. Um, so that's not so that's to impressive. start his career. He was already... No, that was a, just out of time. That was just out of time. And, and, and it wasn't... I think the two things that are unique is starting the career and then also from the beginning of the season. Right. On. Boots sa- Boot says, I think the record at home is more difficult because that involves the whole team and Aubrey is just yep. himself. Truth. Truth. I agree with that. Uh, they, they, with that. They, are, they are two kind of difficult um, things to co- to compare because of that. Yep. EJ's, That's why it's a great question. It's a great question. It, it's, yeah. it's a great question and a great comparison. EJ, I love both. EJ Savage, <laughs> Boys in the Zone, says Aubrey is 8 for 8 from 50 plus 2. Ooh, that's juicy. That's that a little, does that's, change. That's statalicious. Crack them if you got them. Crack them if you got them. That's nearly, that's just under uh, 30%. Uh, Forever DC brings up a good point. We're going to find that out in Buffalo, even though it, do- it looks like the weather so far is looking on our side. Curious if looks he learned good. how to kick in the good. cold and the wind. Wind that's with him, he will break all sorts of records. Swirling wind or crosswinds or in-your-face wind is different. Yeah, that's that's a problem. But I, you know what? I I would hope that you would take that into account for, okay. for a big 60-yard kick. Like, if the crosswind's there... Well, no bueno, we ain't going to well, do Michael it. Clark says You're not he, kicking 60. Well, Michael no. Clark then claps back and says he actually played in Toronto in the USFL. Oh, so that's Toronto, that's like Buffalo, same, same, basically same Canadian thing. Canadian boy. Yeah. Yeah, but he's kicking a ball, not a, or a soccer ball, not a football. USFL. Yeah, but oh, sorry. in, in, in the USFL. Hey, hey USFL idiot. idiot. But do, I don't know. They that, play in the summer, though. And I don't know that they have um, an in, uh, outdoor. Toronto's outdoor, I think. Okay. 
Well, either way, they play in the summertime. In the you, summer. you see how I said that with confidence? I have no clue. <laughs> it has to be. A, <laughs> well, I was just thinking of like the stadiums in Toronto. But I'm like, they're not playing in a in one of the major stadiums. They're playing in like college. Oh yeah, they're playing in like a freaking uh, EJ. Oh, Sat- we got this uh, plot of land over <laughs> oh, here. here. Come over here, no USFL <laughs> here, boys. We'll We're paint some up lines here in on Canada. It. That tree could be an upright. Hey, buds, you want to go it's- kick that? You want to go kick your tarps off? Hold there, you go, buds. It's on the side of Highway 1 yeah. somewhere. <laughs> it's just a fucking high school field. EJ Savage, both in zone, says Dak has a chance to check off one of two teams he's never beaten this Sunday. I so, wonder who the other one is. EJ, who's the other one? Dax, Bills and Will Dak never beat the Bills? Has he beat has I would beat say then Has he never beat Miami? He's beat Miami. Has he beat the Detroit? Lions, who? Detroit? Detroit. Yeah, he's beat Detroit. Well, then he's never beat... Uh, Oh, nope. Broncos. EJ Savage of Boys in the Zone says Broncos. Yeah, the Cowboys haven't beat the Broncos since no, Dak had, Homer Simpson. Yeah, you know, Dak hasn't beat no, the No, the Cowboys, though, haven't beat the Broncos since Homer Simpson got awarded the Broncos instead of the Cowboys in 1997, 1996. Jeepers. Bills and Broncos, yeah. That's the only team. Oh. Gus says, no, no matter how cold it is in Buffalo on Sunday, I need shirtless Ant on Sunday night. Oh, yeah, we're getting it. After that W, you know I'm coming and nipples out. Do you think we're going to be able to get Big Chris uh, to go shirtless and do a dual uh, dual video with shirtless hands? We'll see. I mean, we'll tune it, into it, a post game on Sunday. If that's the case, uh, Chris, if we try to force Chris to do that, he might be getting an Uber out to the airport and just be leaving <laughs> right away. <laughs> force him to do it. Okay, do we want to hit some power ranks here, Bryce? Yeah. So uh, I'm going buds? first. I'm picking first because okay, okay. you guys won last week. I I know what it is because someone in chat ruined it for me, so I have to remove myself from okay. this. Okay, uh, it's two. They're two. The, you they're think number they're two. number two? Okay, so yeah. I'm going to go to their their NFL power rankings week 15 by Eric at home. Let's see how he does with the title. Oh, Cowboys crack top three. But you're right. I think two is the right way to go, Anth, because it's too obvious to go three. Broncos reach new heights for 2023 season. And I hate the Broncos. We need to get this up on the screen here or what? Oh, sorry, bro. Um, okay. This is so Anth goes two. I thought you were in studio or looking at the screen, but I guess I was wrong. I'm just going to go three. Because ad can't go because ad knows. Yeah. Because Ad knows. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a cheater. I just happened. Someone in chat came in and said, hey, I'm sorry. I'm late. Glad the Cowboys are. And then they said, and I was like, fuck. You trying to treat, you trying to cheat my boys? Trying to cheat my boys. Okay. So let's have a look. Fuck fuck at home. Number one. San Francisco 49ers. Duh. Makes sense. Duh. Number two. Baltimore Ravens. Oh, that means sweet daddy AJ. Call me daddy watch AJ. Watch this. Watch this. And I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone. He's gone. Do you want to read it or me? I'll read it. Okay. Since Man, I, that's since I started, three. The Cowboys the are at number three. Okay. Uh, oh, and, and it's uh, 1503 Jersey Martinez says, hey, guys, late, but I'm here. Crack them. Uh, oh, crack them. So Dallas Cowboys, 10 and three. And they have an upper, an, an up one. Like they just won, they lost the game beforehand, which they didn't. No, no. What do you mean? They're oh, sorry, moving up, up once. They're moving up, 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 up
Uh, means they went up one. For a guy who was on the operating table a few days ago, Mike McCarthy looked pretty healthy looping over to call timeout prior to the touchdown. That gave Dallas a 24-6 to halftime lead over rival Philadelphia. McCarthy called all the right shots in the opening half Sunday night, converting a 60-yard field goal in the first quarter and successfully pulling off the rare Whataburger order and a TD-notching <laughs> challenge at the goal yep. line in the second quarter. Things simmered down after that, but in the end, the Cowboys sent a big message that they are in need of ser- they are indeed serious contenders for both the NFC East crown and the number one overall seed in the NFC playoffs. This was the quality victory that Dallas needed, but the next two are at Buffalo and at Miami, or as some would say, Miami. So the work isn't over yet, or the work isn't yet done, especially with the Eagles' remaining schedule a lot more favorable. Like AJ was saying, the 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 Eagles on paper have a more favorable match ups the next few weeks. See, Seattle, if Seattle plays like they played against us, yep, on that Thursday, they are better than the Eagles. Yep. If if Geno Smith is back and he's throwing it to DK Metcalf, slinging it to JSN, and their defense shows up better than they did against the Cowboys, I guys, we have not been impressed by the Eagles at all this whole season. We've been like watching Facts. them squeak these games out every single week Facts. if the seahawks can play how they played thursday night against the cowboys they will beat the eagles well and the seahawks when they first started playing against the uh the 49ers i was like oh shit like look at the seahawks they are actually balling out and 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 they're they're doing de- they were doing decent for the first two quarters i would say and then they started well, to get trampled it was 28 by it was 28 6 it was 28 16 when this uh 28 16 final when the seahawks and and niners played that was with their backup quarterback. I know. If Geno Smith is in against the Eagles, I'm. I think they'll take him at home. Yeah, I, and and uh, the the recipe for how to beat these teams, uh, especially now, and I'm when I say these teams, I mean every team in the NFL. Like, it's all on the table. Every every way to beat a team, if it hasn't been discovered yet, um, you know, they, they can go back to footage and figure out figure that out. And if the Seahawks are moving the ball like they did, they're going to outscore the Eagles in their game. Definitely. Um, I just don't, I did not see, like I think it, it seemed very, it seemed very uh, obviously that the Cowboys figured out how to stop them from doing those big plays that the Eagles need to get third and one, third and two, so they can tush push and, and, and wreck morale on the uh, defense. It just did not happen. Cowboys played very well. Um, but I, it, didn't really seem like Cowboys did anything exceptional, not taking anything away from that win. Like Micah didn't go out and have four sacks or something like that, right? Uh, or, But it was just some very competitive, smart defensive football stopped them from getting to the place where they, where they feel comfortable, and then they couldn't do shit, and they had to punt to us. And guess what? Then Dak Prescott, Dak MVP, D-A-K MVP came in and said, okay, well, then let me game manage this game. All right? Does everyone calm down? <laughs> the game master. Hey, Dak easy, Pres- Cam Newton. Easy, Cam Newton. <laughs> yeah, we heard you. I like Cam Newton's style. Okay, but let's just round out this top ten here. So right below, we got the Eags. Boo. Boo. Then the Dolphins, Dolphins who, who is on our list who, to play. Then the Kansas City Chiefs, who they are pl- being way too favorable. But I guess... Should have dropped at least one. They should have dropped at least a Should have. They should have. Uh, then the Detroit Lions. Another team that we're we got to face. Yep. Cleveland Browns at eight. Bills are going to be next. Jacksonville Ooh. Jaguars at nine. Bills at ten. So the so next three, three games. Yeah. 
Well, then uh, three of our four games are in uh, against the. Uh, Sorry, I'm going wild on this. I was kind of saying it's like it's like. I this thought nice, it like, when I was moving. I was like, it's like this nice floating thing. I was like, whoa, dude! It's like a, a screensaver. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't it's know. Because if I try to if I try to scroll, sometimes it just like locks up. So I gotta. That's do thing. Look, that's the fun that you get when you come and visually watch the, this show. Monday night main event every Wednesday at 6 p.m. PST, 8 p.m. CST, 9 p.m. EST, and we are here. We are nude. If you're just listening to this. You're not. You're We're only getting half that action, but okay. Hey, well, who did you say, Anth, that you want, or was it Buffalo? Uh, Buffalo. I was just saying that the, the next the next three teams that we play are all top teners. Ed 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 home top teners though. So I don't know if that I don't know I don't know I don't know I don't know. Sorry, we're just feeling each other calluses. I I grabbed his hand. He's like, "Those are soft hands." I was like, "Thank you." Um. You know what? what? Geez, grubbies. One thing that uh, 1503 Jose Martinez says this weekend is our best shot at number one. Niners play Baltimore and Eagles play Seahawks. Ooh. Two possible losses. Yep. And if we win at Buffalo, which I think is the hardest game, crack Ooh, that had a little spritz. Some, spritz, some spritzy spray, uh, which is the hardest game. The final stretch will be number one. Well, I like that number he brought one. that up. The Niners have a tough matchup this weekend against Baltimore, and that's going to show you who, according to Ed Edholm's list, the top team in the NFL is right now. Hey, because you got one versus two. Well, if they if they if they crack off the Ravens, then I mean, yeah, without a doubt, uh, San Francisco is in at least the regular season the best team in the NFL. What time does that game play? I could go look, but. I hope ten. Oh, because yeah, I, 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 I would like to watch that. If it's in, if it's in San Fran, it'll probably be Chris the afternoon be, game. Chris if it's in Baltimore, it. oh, it's five fifteen on Monday. Oh, it's, it's a, Monday, oh, it's a Monday, Monday nighter. Monday nighter. Because I'll be in Squamish, getting drunk by myself, watching loser yeah. <laughs> and screaming at the screen, screaming, wearing a Dallas Cowboys hat and shirt, and, and screaming <laughs> at the screen. No, I'll be wearing my shoulder pads. Yeah. <laughs> so, but why I like that game is um, it's going to really show, okay, Ravens have statistically or rankingly the best defense in the league. You know, people may argue that, but let's just say that they are a very good defense. They're a, a very good showing of what a uh, complete NFL defense can be. Well, this is going to show, okay, well, can the 49ers, because if the 49ers beat the Ravens handily and put 30 points up on the board, you got to go to the fucking uh, trick bag and try to figure out what what to do against these cats. EJ brought it up. Look at the date of that game. Christmas. It's a Christmas game. Eagles Baltimore is Christmas is Christmas. So they. Played... I know. I was looking at the. I was looking at the Eagles. The e- Eagles. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, no, sorry. San Francisco Baltimore is it's Cardinals versus Forty uh, ers this weekend. Oh, okay. So they're not playing. No. I see what you're saying. Okay, I see what you're saying. But either way, okay. So that's a big game. We're, hey. jumping, we're jumping ahead. Guess what? Guess what we're game. guess what we're watching with uh, Christmas dinner. Oh fuck yeah! Baltimore 49ers. And I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be into my second bottle of Kahlua by that point. Sweet. So what time is the Eagles Cardinals game at then this weekend? Okay, one twenty-five. No, no, 49ers Cardinals this weekend. Sorry, 49ers Cardinals. I think. Fuck me. I don't even know. Yeah, no, because Eagles Eagles play the Seahawks on Monday night this week. Okay. Who, so let me just yeah, get what, the 49ers. Who's Sam Fran play? Sketch. So 49ers are playing the Cardinals. Yeah, what time? 125? 105. So oh, 105. Okay. So same, rolling at the same time as us. And then Eagles. Eagles are Giants this weekend, I think. 
No, Eagles are playing Seattle in Seattle right. this Monday night. Monday night, hey. 5.15. Yeah. I don't do. I don't do. So we don't actually, <laughs> we don't actually get any uh, good before or after games in terms of, of our, our rivals, but that's just how Well, the is. Monday nighter, we got to watch the Eagles oh, yeah. play against the, the, just the on Seahawks sun- on Monday night. Just on Sunday, we can't start the day earlier or uh, No, you can't. No. Well, we can't. Come, come on. Come, we can. Well, we can go for breakfast. We can go for brunch with Big with, you know that's uh, Big not Chris. Happening. You're not going to go for brunch with oh, Big yeah, Chris? Oh, yeah, Big Chris is out. Okay, so it that's should different. happen. I mean, we could for do. You two, for you two, like, I, I'd be like, eh, I might show up a little bit earlier. But Cowboys Chris, yeah, I'll show up earlier. Yeah, we could do like, that. Cowboys Chris doesn't just want to hang out with me and, and my kids. Maybe. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe go fuck yourself. Well, we could do um, the brunch. But, you know, we'll figure, we'll figure it out. We'll see what Big Chris is feeling. But we could do the brunch at Majors. It's a good little brunch place. Oh, I thought we were going to do the Yes. I thought we would do town hall that seven that seven dollar four ninety no four ninety nine four ninety nine br- brunch oh sure four ninety nine brunch but I that's know, a Sunday uh, this is some, oh, this is some behind baseball it's probably not kicked off in time for us oh it probably starts at like one so we're gonna be slanging and banging we're gonna be okay. slanging and banging live slanging and banging slanging and banging okay um well there there's your NFL power oh, rankings brother Adrian says I'll be there with you guys with you yes sir with you guys. guys. Okay, well, well we're, we're, we'll figure it out. We're definitely going to do a breakfast, brunch type of hit up. It might be here. Maybe we order a bunch of shit and just fucking make it easy. A or, couple uh, uh, mixed sausages. Yeah, or or we go somewhere. But you know what? We'll figure that out because right now we got a game to talk about, okay? We got the Cowboys at the Buffalo Bills and um, at 125. With, PST with Josh. My name is Turnover Allen. Yep, two twenty-five CST, three twenty-five PM EST, and our show is going to kick off one hour before that game, and we're going to have that beautiful man, Cowboys Chris. He's going to be live in studio, and uh, Anth, I just want to throw this at you. What are your? You can say three biggest thoughts, but if you have one biggest thought. What, what has it been leading into this game here for the Bills uh, who are hosting the Cowboys? Oh, man. So for me, the biggest thing for the Cowboys-Bills matchup is going to be quarterback protection. Cowboys haven't been the, the sack team that we've been in, in in years past, and the Bills have been getting after the quarterback as of late. The Cowboys were sacked seven times in the last two games. I would like for us to be able to protect Dak Prescott I, I would like to see less than four sacks of Dak. And then I want to see our defense get after Josh Allen. I really want to see us have one of those. It, it's felt like we've missed that out, out of our defense, right? Like we get a lot of pressures, but we're not, we haven't been getting those sack, those sack stats. So to me, the biggest stat this week, this weekend's going to be what team has the most sacks. And, and we're looking at a, uh, I, you know, I just have the. I just yeah. laughed at the sacks comments. Okay. Right? <laughs> You're right. We we have a um, a formidable defensive line coming up against a lackluster offensive line. Hey, let me show them. Let me show them. We're just looking at the PFF numbers here. Let me show them for uh, um, offensive and defensive here. So Cowboys on defense, we got a really strong line. Fowler Junior, the weakest link, and I still, you know, I, I think that his uh, contribution is is quality enough for where he p- is playing. But we do a, did have a comment from chat about Hankins potentially missing this game. What are your thoughts um, ab- uh, about Hankins 
being out and now potentially we got our number one pick. Madison so juice us, juice us up there. Juice us up to the four, three defense on PFF oh, yes. here. That'll some. give you a little bit. Juice us on that four, three. What Wait. we're going to be doing without Hankins or base defense, base. whatever they call it on, on, on PFF. So there you have it. You have Hankins still in there who doesn't, they show that he hasn't had the greatest season on PFF, but we know that's not true. You can't base it just on. Yeah. 45.7 looks like he like good, good thing. He got injured. Hey. Take your eye, take your eye test from this year to last year in terms of of uh, teams just running up the middle, um, or even just fucking dominating the middle of the field. Regardless, I do think it. This is the eye test, and it's very uh, uh, biased towards um, uh, recency, but it feels like Cowboys are plugging holes more than they did last year, especially in the latter half of the season. Yep. Hankins has been a, an absolute asset, and you see right even on this PFF diagram here, they have Mozzie Smith beside him, who's actually a 49.6, but we haven't really seen much from Mozzie, right? He checked into the game after Hankins went out. We didn't really notice him getting beat because the Eagles at that point were kind of in full go throw mode. They yeah. weren't really trying to run it. So this will be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what our first round pick can do. We were critical the day of the draft, the first round pick of Mozzie Smith. And we got lit up by Cowboys fans. We really did. People lit us up, said we didn't know shit about football. Uh, which Mozzie might be Smith true. Would, which might, might be, be true. true. Okay. Uh, I'm not saying it's not. But because then after we're like, okay, we do like the pick. We were like bullied into liking yeah. the pick. But I'll say this. As of now, at this point, going into week 15 of the 2023 season, the pick hasn't paid off. So this is a, this is the chance going into the postseason for Mozzie to really show if that pick was the right pick or not yeah. for this se- for this season. Sure, yeah. he could still end up being a great pick down the line, well, but we've said this all the time. You pick a guy in the first round to be good that year. It seems as yes. though, like, I mean, outside of, like, what other player have we picked in the first or second round outside of Parsons that has been, like, they could be... Tyler Smith. Exactly. So... <laughs> De- so CD Lamb. Yeah. So, so when you pick, when the Cowboys pick a Mozzie Smith, you're expecting him to start and to perform, right? Whereas he hasn't been that main starter. So they, they drafted him for what next season? Well, no, I don't like that. Anyone that says we drafted. No, I'm just, I'm asking you. No, I'm not saying you, but we've had that. It's not not a safe space for us here. It is. I think, (laughs) I think you took a person. I think you might've talked. I think Anthony was just answering. But then, but then you took it a little. You asked. You took it a little personal. I'm like, I'm like a beaten dog. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. every time I I, I no. look for food and he says, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I know what you're saying because we've got that in chat before where people are like, no, well they're drafting for next year. Nah, this team, twelve and five the last two seasons. Your first round pick better fucking help you next year or the year you draft them. The year you draft them. I feel. Yeah. And after everything you said, I, I'm on board with that anyways, regardless of how good your team is. It's like if you, your first round pick should be drafted for a starter because you got to discover this in two or three years if they're the guy or not. Otherwise, you got to redraft for that position if it's a need, right? So if the guy's if the guy's not there to help you that year, if there's not someone on the board at 26 or 25, that's not going to help your team fucking trade back then. And draft yeah. someone, get two picks in the second that are going to help you next year. Now, I, right? I, I and ironically enough, we're having this conversation. Mozzie Smith might be starting at a defensive nose tackle yeah. or DT. And guess who's coming in? Guess who was on the show, sold us on Mozzie Smith? Uh, Mitch, Michigan's. Oh, big Michigan's Chris. Michigan's own Big Chris 
is uh is going to be in house. So th- you know, it's funny how stars align. I thought and, and would- he might have. If Mozzie Smith comes out, has his breakout game, and then is dominant and takes over a starting position from this point on, absolutely love, love yeah, the pick. But that's why Michigan's own Big Chris is coming out here because he's ensuring that Mozzie, who's starting this game, is going to have a good game. No, and and I want to see that. I, I I we said it. I we talked about it last game. This is the good thing to have happen. Or, or sorry, looking at the positives. Obviously, don't want to yep. see Hank and get hurt. But looking at the positives, like okay. In week 15, if if your uh, first-round draft pick is not capable of playing in the NFL by th- by this point, at least showing signs of, like, brilliance, then, yeah, that's a bust pick, and at some point you got to move on. If he's good enough to keep on the roster just to kick around, kick the tires on every once in a while, absolutely you, you do so. But the first-round pick, um, I don't care if you double down on a position that you've or- – that you – already have someone solidified in. If that, if there's a player on the board who's going to be a, a difference maker who's going to start playing this season, then you need to get him on. And this is Mozzie Smith's chance to show everyone, hey, I I was the right pick, and I am yeah. the right man for the job. And I thought, I think last game we did see some really nice um, aspects of his game that we haven't been able to see. And, and some of that could be Guys need snaps to warm up, to get into the flow, yep. to get into the rhythm. And, and you know, maybe it takes 12 for some guys. Maybe it takes 20 for another dude. Um, but maybe this is something that's going to benefit Mozzie Smith's game. And I just really hope that we're talking about him in a positive light after this game. Win or lose, we know we're going to win. But um, that, that that at the end of the day, that's what I want to see. If, if we come out of this game still questioning that number one pick, it's not a good. It's not a good uh, it, sign. It's the forward. best case scenario for him to start um, week fifteen. He's had enough time to be behind veterans. He's had enough time to get like Michael Clark in the chat saying Mozzie, Mozzie's issue is stamina. He gets gassed. Well, you've been you've been practicing an entire season. You should be healthier than anybody else on the line. You've had enough rotations to get kind of that game speed going. Now it's time to step in and and, and become that number one pick that you are. Prove it or lose it, son. Prove it or lose well, it, sister. Yeah. Well, and it's actually kind of a good thing for the Cowboys with Hankins even. So if Hankins is hurt, but is just on the men, say, for four or five weeks, yeah. and the Mozzie thing doesn't work out these yeah. next four weeks, well, you're possibly getting Hankins back in the most crucial time of the season. Yeah. So it's kind of actually, it's it. we're going to be in the postseason regardless. Like, it's going to happen. We don't know our seeding yet, but it, this is, it's, hey, Mozzie, show, show why you were the 20 fourth pick or whatever we had 22nd pick. I can't remember on off the top of my head. Are you that guy? And I yeah. I'll be happy to be like, yeah, you know what we, I, I, cause I'm still saying that I don't think it was the right pick. Yep. Me too. But I'm, I'm, I'm ready to be wrong. I'm, I'm so ready to be wrong. I'm open to being wrong and I'm, and I'm ready to admit it as well. And you will not hear me try to uh, move goalposts on that. It just comes down to having a formidable game. And in fact, if he doesn't even get a sack and just, fucking plugs the holes you know i'm happy with that that's that's what i think he's here uh, you know who would have been a dope pick at one after watching him play and he wasn't a consensus one pick and but he was a favorite of the of the show and he would have helped us right out out the get-go charbonnet charbonnet would have fit in absolutely perfect he would have helped a hundred percent in this offense and i mean from day one from day one he would have checked in been that guy the 1b to tony pollard's 1a 
But we, I mean, you can play that to the end of time I of just, how yeah, we could have You know what? I was the biggest, I was against the two of you at the start saying that, yeah, Rico Dowdle, Dowdle uh, I'm not really sold on. But seeing more and more of Rico, I'm like, yeah. I want to see more of Rico. So, like, I could, I get why they didn't go for, uh, I, I get why they didn't go for a running back high because you got a violent running back, as Jerry Jones likes to say. I liked what I saw. I, I like what I've been seeing from Dowdle. I want to see more snaps um, in, in Daddle's hound and maybe a hound in Ooh. hit Daddle's hands. Um, and I want to see him fucking, I want to see him crunch through the, the lines, these next three games. Yeah. I like Daddle. I do like Daddle. Who is the matchup of the game? Ooh. And there we go. I think I it's mean, Josh Allen versus our, our defensive backs. What Josh Allen are you gonna see? The guy that fumbles, the guy or, that throw has been the no, NFL leading turnover guy. Or, or should you just say our defense? I say like our uh, I think it's Josh Allen versus Lawrence and Parsons. That's what I think it is. I think that's can Lawrence and Parsons put pressure on Josh Allen for him to make mistakes? Can they force can Lawrence? But the matchup Odig- itself but the matchup itself then would be D Law and Parsons versus their offensive line. Right. Right? So he's he's throwing two receivers. Like he's not directly playing against. Right, I, I get like what you're he saying. He can't. He can't decide if Micah Parsons comes at him fully clean, right? Right. Well, so I, you're, in your in your situation, you're saying it's Micah Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence versus the Bills O line. Yeah. So so Llama Gamer is saying the one that we all wanted to see at the start of the season: Diggs versus Diggs. But now is the is the matchup Bland versus Diggs? Yeah, that's a good one. Look, I like what the Cowboys are doing with. There, I don't. I would not want them to stick Bland on Diggs, and I don't think that Bland is the type of player who would be like, no, no, I want to prove myself and like force the team to be like, okay, we bet we're betting on you. Like I, I, I like to see them moving those cornerbacks around as necessary. I don't know if they actually move them around, but just not sticking them on a player if the player if the uh, receiver moves around. So I liked how they played against the Eagles. Gilmore versus want- Diggs, you think? Then it, I, it could be just a combination, but like I like um, after what we saw with Seattle and then that that change that they made at halftime um, to kind of move digs off of DK Metcalf. And I think that's what you got to do. Put Bland put, off Metcalf. Sorry, Bland off. Yes, my bad. You just did. You you know what you just did? Did you see the picture of Bland at the basket of the Mavericks game? And he's sitting in the crowd and they have a picture of him on the Jumbotron. Uh, of they have Deron yeah. Bland, sorry, uh, and sitting at the get Mavericks game, and they have Dallas Cowboys cornerback Trevon Diggs. Oh, <laughs> that's fucking! Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Um, but you're right though, because in the Seahawks game, they started having Gilmore follow DK Metcalf in the second half, and then last week he was predominantly matched up with AJ Brown. The difference is AJ Brown and DK Metcalf are big-bodied wide receivers, right? Tre- uh, sorry, Stephon Diggs is not that guy. Stephon Diggs is more like a JSN. He's more like a Devontae Smith, who are the guys that Bland actually got put up against after and was kind of holding his own. Well, right? l- listen, I have Gabe Davis on my winning team in fantasy football, and he put up he's put up more zero-point games for me this season than I've ever seen any <laughs> other. This last game, zero points. Yeah, he had zero. Zero points. So Gabe Davis is – and and. Now you'll hear that Buffalo team, Gabe Davis is the unsung hero. He does a lot of stuff. Great. If you're a Buffalo fan and you want to win those certain games or you're, tr- you're trying to win games and Gabe Davis is out there blocking or he's doing, he's drawing people away and he's not putting it in the end zone. doesn't help fantasy, but 
So I don't know enough. I'm so mad at Gabe Davis anyways that I don't know what he's doing out there to stop our boys. But you <laughs> mixed, know, mixed drink at mixed drink ad hates Gabe Davis. <laughs> mixed drink ad hates Gabe Davis, and he's one of my guys. He's a Chilliwack Knight. He's one he's of my guys. Um, but like Kincaid, I mean, I th- I feel like I feel like a game like this where is going to be a tight end heavy Cooks on on the uh, on Buffalo is is pre- is pretty deadly. So if he had starts a great to, game against KC last week, he's had he's had some he has had some solid games. So Cooks is I think Cooks is probably someone that we need to be you know more worried about. But yeah, as you kind of look at this line and you see the the rankings and you see the other games Buffalo's been playing, you look at the record, you're like everyone's like, oh, the we're the murderers row of the Cowboy seasons coming up, starting with the Eagles. It's like is Buffalo really like that? Like, are we really wor- that worried about Buffalo? The whole AFC right now is in like disarray with with records. Like, it's not like a outside of Baltimore, there's not really like a clear like dominant AFC team. And uh, I don't know, I, Buff Buffalo, I'm. I'm Less worried about Buffalo, which I don't know if that's a good thing or not. I'm less... trap. That's a trap. You're you're getting involved. I, in the exactly. Trap game. I'm, tra- well, I'm trapping. Look with with the trap games too. Is it, it it's not going to happen in my opinion against a, a Buffalo team. Buffalo is too uh, too consistent enough. Okay. Too established. Too established. They ha- and they, and they have quality. I, I, for it to be a true, um, <clears throat> excuse me, for it to be a true trap game, it would have to be against the Commanders or something. And I don't Cardinals. even know if I, uh, Cardinal, yeah, that was an, a, a great Cardinals example. is, that, that, if you look up dictionary trap yeah. game, that's the fucking Cardinals. Wikipedia game. should link to, um, <laughs> to the game. The well, AJ, game. what's your matchup? Ad and I both had ours. <laughs> what's yours matchup for this weekend? I don't know. You know I don't know. <laughs> I, I like, I like the thought of tight ends because, um, I, th- <laughs> Yeah, no, no. baby. Pervert. Yeah. Pervert alert. Well, because not not only for uh, Buffalo coming up, and then and then seeing how our uh, linebackers who have been playing very well in let me do in uh, 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 Bell and Clark, um, they've, they've been, really been they've turning been on. They've, they've been improved their Bell. play. Bell's actually the number seventh ranked. Uh, right interior linebacker. So I don't know how. We never ever figure that out without LVE getting hurt. I hate to say it. Oh, it's true. Be- but, but Bell, Clark, and Overshow next. Here's season. the thing. That's all I can. That's all I can think about. And and with Bell, he ha- he was in a position where he probably was going to get very minimal playing time. Yeah. With who we had back there with Hooker, uh, uh Curse, and um, uh, Donald Dub, like he was. He ma- wasn't. He wasn't getting only time. if someone would, got injured. He was having a hard time cracking the roster. He would, before. Yeah. He would. He he was. He'd literally be in the same scenario that we see Wanya Thomason right now. We want to see more Wanya Thomas, but we're not we're not getting it because you got healthy players. Yeah. You got healthy players, and, and and so it's been a bit of a, a godsend. But but I think that'll be an interesting matchup because I think um, I I'm not going to say that Buffalo has like exceptional tight ends, but they've there got a good bu- ones. They've Knock, got a, Knox and Kincaid. No, no, they've got a group of of yep. very quality tight ends, and so uh, if if <laughs> if the uh, uh, Cowboys can if the linebackers there can hold them. To uh, minimal, I mean that's just going to help out the the wide receivers, uh, or sorry, the cornerbacks uh, with their wide receiver coverage because um, Allen's not going to be able to check down to that, and then I think that can really cause a frustrating game. We've seen Allen toss that ball up for a prayer just a couple times this year, and he's and, and he's got a big arm, so he likes to just fucking launch it. Um, but in terms of the matchup that we that we're going to see. This is the matchup I want to see. 
and it is going back to the tight ends. I want to see their tight ends versus our tight ends. How does Fergie do? Does Fergalicious come in, do another hop, skip, and a jump over a, a player? Get another highlight. Get another shotgun. Are we in a shotgun if, if Fergie does a, a hop? No, I'll fucking that, shotgun. Yeah. I'll shotgun if he if he hurdles someone. Well, okay. I, I won't leave. For, I won't leave the team stranded. For fertilicious or whatever. You or know, you delicious. know, Jay shotgunning if me and you go to. Oh shotgun. yeah. yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I think that's good. That's a, a a good matchup to see. Like personally, it's really on Ferguson's. How I see it is, it's really on on Ferguson's shoulders to just continue his his performance. You know, another 70, 80 yard game, get a touchdown. Go go ahead, go smack his butt and get into the showers like that. That's gonna make me happy, regardless of what the tight ends do. But just in the conversation, I'm looking for that tight end, tight end, tight end matchup. And and also, does that come down to, you know, are we gonna parlay that into coaching calls? You know, would be funny a video for us to shoot is seeing if we could hurdle each other. (laughs) That would be yeah, just one v one. See if we could hurdle. The like, other person has to dive like at at least like at two or go three for feet. hips. Go for the hips. Yeah, go. You have to you have to dive low, but yeah. I, one of us will end up breaking our neck. Yeah. One of us would end up getting kicked in the face. That's what that's what it would be. A kick in the face, it would be better than a broken arm. Yeah, I don't think an arm would be broken. I think we're we're one someone's leaving Some, with the kick you, to the face. You jumping and someone cutting out your legs, you don't think an arm could get broken. Oh, it could, it just won't happen. All right, now I'm trying to break your arm. Bro, <laughs> bro I'm hurtling over you. I think AJ would have the best chance of hurtling one of us. I don't know. Yeah, he would yeah, AJ for sure. I think, a, the, I, think, I, think I think I'm not hurtling anyone. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, I'm hoping to kick one of you in the face and just land <laughs> after. I definitely I'm definitely hurtling over someone. For and show. is this the first time in CanFan history that no one on the show is wearing sunglasses? I was just yes, it might be. Well, it, when it, when you're not in studs, AJ does not rock the shades. He rarely rocks the shades. I have to look last week if he did or not. Were you in studs last week? No, the week I was. before. I, the week before you weren't. We were both o o o. Yeah. All right. So. Well, yeah. So he definitely he definitely wasn't there. He wasn't wearing shades in um, Mexico. So uh, what do we got happening? Well, we got our scoresies and our boldsies, but I'm also trying to pull up our. Ooh, uh, I like that. Our, I'm, our, hey, our bet, just so. wait a second. I'm going to change that to say scoresies and boldsies. <laughs> scoresies and boldsies. Okay. Okay. No, do and scores and bolds first, and then we go to bets. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. Just, I have to get our. Got to update it. Eh? Yeah. Well, Ad, why don't? Well, he's doing that. Do some chat shit. Uh, okay, so uh, Forever DC says shut down AJ when told Gilly he was old. It lit a huge fire into Gilly. Hopefully that will keep him going. Um, I'll tell you what, man. Jeez, we ha- chat's on fire today. It's tough when uh, when they're going and we're chatting and and when we're chatting, chat's chatting. It's tough to it's tough to kind of uh, go back and pull up some comments. But I got a couple ones here. Um, Michael Clark says, good. Gilly ain't that fast anymore either, so that's the more advan- advantageous matchup for Gilly if we're talking about Gilly versus Davis. Um, uh, Darrell Painter says, Davis is slower than Metcalf, so if Bland's on um, if Bland's on Davis, then, you know, he's not going to get, you know, burned as bad as as uh, my, my worry Bland. is My worry is Gilly on Diggs. Gilly on Diggs. Yeah, I think Bland on Diggs. I like Bland on Diggs better than Gilly on Diggs. And in the last four games, 
Diggs has been held for under 35 yards in his last, sorry, of, of the last four games, three of those games, he's been held under 35 yards. Crazy. You, you wouldn't, and his ratings like 74. It's like, when would you ever think that Stefan uh, uh, Diggs is uh, a 74% rating? Um, this is his last year in, in Buffalo. Uh, for, and then he's coming over to Cowboys. Yeah. Forever DC says Allen has had 14 interceptions this season so far, but I'm still worried about him. He is very talented. Uh, he's got I think, that gun. I think he's very, he's very talented gun. at putting the ball in our hands this weekend. <laughs> um, couple uh, people are thinking Micah Parsons is going to have some big sacks. Uh, I think our D is going to create a lot of uh, turnovers, similar to the way that we created the turnovers for Philadelphia. Um, Forever DC says our D was stripping fools against Philly. Def needs to continue that versus the Bills. Have to stay aggressive, violent, and nasty. Mm. Mm. Uh, and then we got a bottle up Cooks. So that's another comment we're 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 seeing. Uh, you know, yeah, Cooks on Buffalo is is though is the one weapon that we, you know, we don't want to uh, have go off on us. Um, and then people want Parsons to uh, to crank it up. Um, well, let's look at our betting odds this week before we do. Like, we're going to do betting after, but sometimes this can just help with scoring. That's true. I like that. I like what you're doing here. So we got Buffalo minus two on the spread. Moneyline Buffalo minus 130, which might be our bet. And over under 50.5. So Buffalo is favorited, which is wild. Yeah. No bueno. I don't like that. Well, they're they're saying with that with the two. Sorry, what was the spread? Minus two. Minus they're two. actually saying the Cowboys are usually if it's an even bet, the home team will be minus three. That's just if it's an even game. If it's 50-50, like last week the Cowboys were minus three against Philly. Yeah. Right? This you're seeing Buffalo minus two, but they still, for whatever reason, they're saying it's close enough that Buffalo still gets the edge for the point spread because they're actually thinking. I, I bet you the Cowboys are getting bets fucking favorite here, here like big time. Okay, the Cowboys plus two here is crazy. Cowboys money line crazy. We can actually look over here. So we got actually got for the spread ninety four dollar ninety four percent of cash is in Buffalo and sixty eight percent of the tickets are in Buffalo. Are for Buffalo for the money line eighty seven percent of the cash is for Buffalo and sixty nine percent of the tickets are for Buffalo. And for the under, uh, 85% is over uh, cash, and 77% of the actual tickets or the bets are over. So I don't know what that, I don't know what that means. So it means like of, the, of all the money that's being bet right now, 94% of it is being bet that the um, Buffalo, uh, sorry, is being bet that Buffalo wins or be, makes the spread, okay, which is only two, so they'd have to win the game, obviously. And then, but 68% of the tickets purchased. So it's like more. there's more big bets on Buffalo winning than there are actual tickets. Usually what you'll see is cash percentage up like 70 or 80% with a team, and then the actual ticket spot, because a lot of people are putting like, Ten dollars on a right on a victory, and it'll be on the other team. But in this case, it's like Buffalo heavy, which is surprising. And I think it's gonna yeah, it's, it's gonna make any sense to me. It doesn't make sense, and it's gonna make our bets good. But let's di- let's get our 
scores uh, and bolts. Scores and bolts. Uh, do you want me to give you a couple of chat bo- scores and bolts? Yeah, yeah, players? yeah. So uh, Michael Clark give says us four. Michael Clark says 42-23 Cowboys. Gus says 28-21 Cowboys. His boldy is Turpin returns punt kickoff return to the house. Those are the only two that are here. All the other ones are far up, but those are just okay, two. Well, we'll just leave it at that too. So then we'll lead into ours. Who wants to kick out here? I'll yeah. go. Okay, go for it. Are we no, no, you go. Okay. You go. You go. I'm feeling sexy. Feeling good. Man, I feel like they're going to get, I feel like Cowboys are going to get 30 points or more. So I'm going to go 34 Cowboys. A couple touchdowns, a couple Aubrey kicks. And then for the Bills at home, 27. 34 27 Cowboys. Okay. And that's it. That's all. That's the show. <laughs> okay. What do you guys think? 44 19 Cowboys. Wow. And I think that, sorry. And let me just, and let me smiling just some quick, over there. Let me do some quick math. Just the night. Ad always just likes to, just one number. One of the scores he just likes to give the weirdest number. <sighs> that's well, hard, sorry. hard to 19, get. How do you get 19 points? 18, I mean, then. Okay. We can change it. Bad. 18's even hard. 18's hard, even. Yeah, how 17, are you 20, 21. Okay, 17, 20, 17, 17, 17. Let's go 17. Let's go 17. 17 44, better. 17. That's what I want to go with. 18 and 19 are like very hard numbers to get in the NFL. But it happens. It does happen. You're right. It does. If you happen. if you look at if you look at how on average 19's there, it, it's there. It's there a decent amount it, of time. Sure, sure. It shows up on the average, scoreboard. I don't know average. that it actually. I'll find like that. Like an average uh, hey. of teams scoring X amount of points. It's gonna be so funny well, then, now if it's like 44, stick with 19. It. No, no. And stick you with have it to now because it's going to be forty four nineteen. I said forty four seventeen. Okay, forty four seventeen. Cowboys. A- any uh, anything to go on that, or do you, that's just what's in your heart? Well, that's three field goals from Aubrey, and then the rest okay. are tuds. Okay, yeah. But I haven't given so, my bold. Uh, are we doing bold yet, or no? No. Okay. I'm I'm gonna go Cowboys thirty seven, and I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Bills nineteen. Oh yeah, you dirty dog, you. <laughs> Well, because now I have to. Because yeah. if they hit nineteen and I don't take nineteen, that's funny. I, I it'll just be funny to see. I mean, all it all it takes is two missed. I guess two missed extra points on uh, three on three touchdowns. So uh, we have a couple other ones in here. Llama Gamer says twenty eight seventeen Cowboys. Okay, I like that. Uh, Forever DC asks, what are the Bills O line and D line rank? We'll get to that later, if not at ever. Uh, Julian four twenty four says forty two twenty one Cowboys. Josh Allen two picks, to, one to the house, and have one force fumble. Radical eight oh eight says twenty eight twenty Cowboys. Okay, so, so obviously you know you know where you are, and we know we know that we are the best mind in sports. And when I say we, I'm talking <laughs> about us and the Can Fanomaniac. That's right, baby. Mostly the Can Fanomaniac. So if we're all in consensus that the Cowboys are going to be having you know, arguably a blowout win. Um, maybe not a blowout win, but a, a uh, significant win. I don't know what these fucking analysts are smoking, and I ask more people to make bets against the Cowboys because that's going to help our odds. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, but this is the thing. I feel like a lot of people are betting the Cowboys because the 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 mind, the spread was higher earlier in the week. 
it, it was two 2.5 earlier in the week. And the only reason it usually drops is if a lot of people are betting one way. Well, I don't know where PFF gets is pulling their data here from the cash, but it right. looks like, uh, you know, a majority, well, a well majority over 85% of people are voting, uh, cash towards, um, uh, the bills. Well, they're going to be feel stupid when the Cowboys smack those bitches. Woo. Yo. Maybe. So, so what, what are you guys' bets then? Are we doing boldies first? We gotta do boldies. No, boldies. We're all thrown off because we're talking odds here. Yeah, boldies first. So, Anth, you will reverse order. Anth, Adam, me. Bold prediction. I'm going to stick with Dak Prescott MVP season. Five touchdown passes. Two to CD Lamb. That's my boldie. Five touchdown passes, two to CD Lamb. Okay. Like it. That's That's bold. That's strong. And I'll say this: this didn't get talked about talked about uh, in the game preview because one of the things I was worried about was the weather, and it was said in the chat earlier. The weather looks like it's, and I'm going to say Celsius because that's how we relate and talk about weather. Yeah, it was saying like nine degrees Celsius over or overcast nine degrees. Yeah, which which for uh, Celsius, which is like fi- I think like fifty degrees Fahrenheit. It's not freezing. It's it's. No, it's like yeah. perfect foot. Like if you're running about, like that's going to keep your body cool. There's no, there was no call for snow, no call for rain, no sun. Like that's perfect football weather. Yeah, absolutely. My bold is four Bills turnovers and three of them are going to be for touchdowns. Holy shit. Wow. <laughs> that's three shots. Yeah, we're getting drunk. Big Chris, big Chris, about to be fucked up in the that, studio. That uh, that bottle of that fresh bottle of Screech is going to be gone Sunday. Yeah, that. Well, that would be that because would it's be been how. When, when was the last time we've been taking all? Like, we had a couple of those games at the start of the season. I just feel like I can feel it in my plums. The Bills are doing four turnovers this game, and three of them are going to the house. That's bold. I was going to go like bolder, it. and I was going to tell you exactly what the ratio was. I, <laughs> One of them's going to no, four be- turnovers, three touchdowns off those turnovers is pretty bold. Yep. It's going to happen, man. I don't know if this is bold, but I'm going to, I'm going to call out 80 yards pl- and a touchdown each for Ferguson cooks and CD lamb. Hey, <laughs> I know. Okay. Well, let me, the, the reason I say this is, is this CD lamb either goes for, 50% or 60% of the yards and gets over 100 yards and a, and a touchdown or two while everyone else kind of is mediocre in 50-yard range. However, when he doesn't, C.D. Lamb will go to... Will you? The, the alternative is C.D. Lamb gets about 70 yards um, uh, and a touchdown. Ferguson gets about 70 yards and a touchdown or 77 yards. Doesn't really, doesn't really break that 80-yard threshold. Same with Cooks. Cooks will be, will be a 50 to 70 yard guy or he'll break out for 150 yards. But that comes at the detriment of the other guys because because he's getting the ball. So maybe a no, know, I'll give it to you. That is good because I'm saying all over- I was kind of looking at is the touchdowns. Like I'm like, yeah, those three guys in my thing is five touchdowns from Dak. Those three guys would be the top three guys that you think are going to have touchdowns. But you're right. A lot of the times when some of them have touchdowns, they have 30 yards or 40 yards yeah. in the game. So I think I, you can roll with that. I think I, that's good. I'll throw this out as, as the other option. 10, 101 for CeeDee Lamb and then a touchdown for Ferguson and Cooks or 
my original 80 yards no original. for each. I think 80 yards harder. for each, a touchdown for each. Me too. I, I think, think original is yeah. harder. Okay. Or bolder. Okay, so so just to recap, that's C.D. Lamb, Ferguson, and Cooks, all with over 80 yards, and each have one touchdown or more in the game. Forever DC says four field goals and one touchdown equals 19 points. Hey, yeah, there just, you go. St- and that's not, that's pretty that's, rare to have happen. Yeah. And it's going to happen on Sunday. That's pretty rare. That's pretty rare to have happen. Uh, Llama Gamer says, I got a new bold. CD Lamb gets a deep ball catch and a TD. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, Forever DC says right now it says it, it may be raining. If the weather is bad, could be going to, into auto aubrey for help yep if it, it and then i hope it doesn't rain we yeah. haven't seen the cowboys really have to play a rain game because th- their offense isn't really their offense isn't built to play in the rain so we'll have to see if that happens or not i'll even podcast with barry grand jr says just drop Hey-o. it in to say i love you my brother salute Much salute. Love, barry. julian 424 says all right boys signing out see y'all sunday go boys yeah, yeah. we'll see you sunday let's go boys um, and, bef- the, and then Bocce Eric says Cowboys 30, Bills 17 for his square prediction. Okay. Boots on the ground. Uh, look, I just want to wrap up here. We've had a, a wonderful fantasy football season. Is that where okay. we're going to right there? Yeah. Fantasy and football. the uh, both. The and, then can- are we be- and then we're betting after that, right? Did we not do bets yet? <laughs> oh, shoot. Let, let's do bets now. Then. We want to do bets. Let's do bets now. Okay. So from last week, Adam bet. $1,000 on the over and 500 on the spread, and I bet $1,000 on the over. Obviously, we didn't get the over. Didn't get the over. But, <laughs> but it's not a parlay. It's a straight-up bet. So we each lost that 1000 But in the, with your 500 you made another 500 Okay? So our totals, um, moving into week 15 here for the CanFan Bucks, Adam, and we started with $1,000 each. Adam has 1525 CanFan Bucks, and I have... 1665 can fan bucks so i'm up by 140 and we're playing this for a bottle of high shelf yeah top shelf do we have an image do we have an image of this stuff i don't have an image this is okay no worries it's all role playing right now it's theater of the mind i mean so we were originally going to go mid shelf drinks and then boots gave like five super chats to make sure that we had top shelf so it has to be top shelf now So ads, ads making it staking his claim. Yep. You guys got to get serious these last four weeks. Okay, AJ, what do you you, you want to go first? Uh, well, first I'm going to bring up those bets again. Bring up those bets. There we go. Um, this is a little bit more of a funkier screen. Let me bring up the actual. Actually, Anth, uh, well, I can't. I won't bring it up if you bring the actual actual bets up though. Just for safety's sake. Okay. Actually, well, I can put that up there. Yeah, this is just on. Uh, this is just on pff.com. Ah. I don't. We don't know. We, this could all be for fun. For if you them. have a gambling oh, problem, called G A M B L E R. Hang on, hang on. One eight hundred G A M B L E R. I got water on this mic or on this uh, mouse, so I just need to. There we go. Clean it off. Um. Okay. Oh, fuck. Uh, Bandwagon Baba says, "Is the top shelf stuff pretend to like you? Your betting." Not sure what she meant there. Oh, she like no, no. It's it's gonna be real, and it will no, no, not it's, be. Oh yeah, it's real top shelf stuff. It's not pretend betting. We're pretend betting with a real life consequence. Yeah. Um, let's get into your pretend bets. Let's get into it. So, and here we go. Are these is the spread and the money line the same as what you're saying? Yes. Okay. 
Well, I think the smart bet here is just money line, but it's also the weakest bet. No, so, it's not. No? They'll pay out the most. Really? Okay, well, yeah, money. We're, we're underdogs, so when you're underdogs, if you think the Cowboys are going to win, that's your best bet. They'll okay, pay well, out the most amount of money. I will put fucking... I'm going to put $1,000 on Cowboys money line. <laughs> Once I see, see what the payout is. Payout is 1,150 buckaroos. So that's on top of his yep. thousand that he's putting in, right? Yes. Well, yeah, otherwise it'd just be 150 bucks. Okay, okay, okay. 1,150? So... 1,150. 1, and if you bet that same 1,000 on just the plus two, it would only pay out 909. Now, here's the thing. I go first, Adam gets his, and then I get to reprise my bet once. That's what? what yes, what that's what that, we've been going with. Is that how we've been going with? Well, like no rules. I but think. That's what well, I think doing. you. Well, this. But that's the thing. I. I think you guys need to be able to do that back and forth until you either have zero money or someone doesn't. <laughs> okay. Like, okay. Yeah. Sure. Like otherwise, I'm, otherwise someone will always have an advantage of going first or second. Yes. I know. I know. So I'm just saying. I get if if Adam if if Adam does a non par a can fan parlay, which is not an actual parlay because we don't we did that once each. Now it's like straight up bets for yep. those. Then I can add on to try to counter his. Yes. Just to try but to say, yeah. But I think then he can one time, then just. But then we can. Match. Then we're gonna go forever with that. But then, oh, oh no! True. Until you run out, until you run out of money. True. Okay. So Other, you did, otherwise, the person that has more money could just always match that person's bet. So, That's right. So That's you right. did. So which one did you? You did the money line, or you did the spread? You did the money line. Money line. <laughs> Uh, and what is the over under pay, Anth? If I, if you were to put a thousand dollars on the over under, nine hundred nine, nine hundred nine. So yeah, the 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 money line is the one to go with. No, my, no, the spread's the one. You to want go the with. spread, so you're just gonna match my bet. No, no, I, no. You bet money line, Alex. <laughs> I bet money line, but my money line. Adam asked which one was more. Money line pays out more than spread. Yes. Yeah. He should go money line. He'd be dumb to do anything other than that. So how much does twelve hundred dollars on money line get me? anticipation because i want to see if if i get, win this if i'll be over top of his winnings it would win you thirteen hundred and eighty are you doing it well i want to know what if, if well, i'm you, not going to add it up for you well i gotta add it for myself yes he had a hundred dollars more than you if he wins 1,150 1, and you win 1,380, then you'll be ahead of him. You'll be hey, ahead of me by you're a, supposed to by be our mentor. Hair, by not, a cunt's hair. You're, you're supposed to be our mentor. Yeah, well, I don't also have to be your calculator. Yeah, well, I'm looking. Have you seen Alex? I'm no, but I, but I remember what he said. He had 1,600. Yeah. You had 1,500. Yeah. His bet is 1,150. Yours is 1,380. Okay, let's just take a, a one second here. Gus with the $5 super chat saying Philly Gus, sucks. Gus, 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 Gus. Okay. Really does. I love that. I love that. <laughs> Worthwhile five bucks. GR7, right GR7 network always with the Philly sucks. Yeah, yeah, and I, great content. Hey, hey, YOLO. Let's do it. Lock it in for me. Okay, I also want to put 150 on on uh, spread.
that pays out. One thirty-six. Now I'm gonna cancel that. I'm just doing it's money not line. Worth it. That's what I mean. You would be Straight better. Money line. You would. You'd be better off that hundred. It's either you go that hundred and fifty just matched up with your money, like on top of your money line bet. Yeah, because if if you if we don't hit, you're ahead of me. If we hit, I'm barely ahead of you. Okay, well then I'll do. No. I'm 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 happy with that. We're locking it in. Yeah, because if locking we both hit, in. if we both hit it, we're we're playing with now the last yeah, three weeks. I know. Ooh, baby, those bets get okay, interesting. Okay, okay. If we don't, so, then it's like okay, we'll do fifty bucks on money line. <laughs> like, that's what we're gonna be. Final bet. It, it wouldn't matter if I if if we if I had two dollars and you had three. You, I know. You win. Well, so, you no, know, but you know it's gonna be funny at, at the va- very last week if you guys are within a hundred bucks of each other and Alex can just do bet whatever. The person that has more could just bet whatever and is always going to be on top. The other person's going to have to bet against the ad's going to have to bet against the Cowboys. Yeah. Oh, to try to win. If it, well, we'll see. I mean, look, <laughs> and guess what? I will never do that. So I will just take the L. Take the L. Okay. Yolo. So we got that's the type of person I am. Anth for the bets. We got Adam 1200 on the money line to win 1380 and Alex 1000 on the money line to win uh, 1150. So at the end of this, Win or lose, it's either going to be me still in the lead or Adam taking over by uh, uh, a pocket full of change. A pocket full of sunshine. Um. Okay, guys, we do just need to get to Can Fantasy Football, the second inaugural year of the game now. And it's playoffs. And there's playoffs. And there's playoffs. And there's two storylines. The first one's not as interesting as the second. First one is last year we went to the finals. There was uh, Cowboys Can Fan Anth. Um, who's over there at, in AT&T stadium, uh, stadium versus the bandwagon boys yourself. We went down to the final week. Cow, um, bandwagon boys were set to win the game. And then that unfortunate, uh, someone nearly died what, on the field. What was his name? Damn. DeMar, 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 DeMar Ham. Unfortunate injury, uh, postponed the game and then canceled the game. And so we said, no, we're playing it where it lives. We ended up losing by 0.6 points or something like that. <laughs> uh, but hey, look, that's how fa- that's how fantasy football is. This year, we're both back in the playoffs, playoffs. and the only storyline that yeah, I want to bring up is our boy TGR, who will be coming on uh, the podcast uh, before the end of the season. And I think it's the Lions game, or that might be EJ Commanders. Savage Commander. Sorry, T- TGR coming on for the Commander. So it'll be a great time for us to check because it'll be after this uh, fantasy game. Um, <laughs> But uh, Dallas Catboys were in last place. Okay, Dallas Catboys went out and drafted three kickers. <laughs> Some of the, no three defenses three, or something. Like so, so, something that you don't five need. Quarterbacks. They were bottom of the barrel. No, he did three teams, defensive teams. I think three de- three defensive teams, bottom of the barrel. Just not the best draft. But guess what? They fought through. They made some great trade, great trades, and they actually ended up moving up from last place to eighth place to be able to be in the playoffs. playoffs. So big Better shout out! Actually, sorry, Catboys moved up from last place to sixth place. I've never seen a jump like it. Six places in one week over a victory, and and some. Uh, That's obvious. how close the league was, man. Our league was so close. Besides Anth. And uh, 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 Saquon D's nuts and Saquon D's nuts, Steen and, and Riker, Steen and Bandwagon Son. Yeah, they, they you guys 
had kind of locked in your playoff position by, I don't know, maybe two or three weeks ago, but it was still very close. But the rest of the league was all could win, could lose. And uh, just big shout out there to the Dallas Catboys. I hate the momentum that he has going into the playoffs. Playoffs. Playoffs coming from 12, moving up to six. Uh, because, um, yeah, that's just that's just the way you want to go. For the games, though, to watch this week, we got just speaking of the the. Uh, I'll, I, you know what? I'll, I'll list them all off. We got Saquon D's nuts, aka um, uh, Stee and and uh, uh, Stee and uh, uh, Bandwagon Boy Junior. Yeah. Versus Deuce. Deuce. First versus eighth. Then next in the quarterfinal finals, we got Bandwagon Boys versus our boy Reggie, aka Playmakers eighty eight. Then we got Daddy Dak third rank versus the Dallas Catboys, who we just uh, uh, gloated about, number six. And then finally, the number two spot Cowboys can fan Anth versus Dak to the future. And is that Baji? That's Baji. And Baji, Baji is in there. Baji earlier on was fucking oh. talking trash. Oh, yeah, was he? That's Baji. Yeah, we're but, we're going at it. Bocce's the can fan killer in there. Well, anyways, it was yeah. a it was a fun season. Um, <laughs> Anth going down to me again, says Bocce. It was yeah. Look, it was a super fun season. We had a it was a nail biter all the way to the end. I actually didn't know that bandwagon boys. If we had lost last week, we might have you know not not made the playoffs. But that, hey, that's the journey that's, that we want. That's the journey, and that it was a lot of fun. So everyone who came out and played, we thank you very much. You'll all have a a slot available next season if we happen to get another 10, 8, 10, 12 people who want to join up. We'll we we're had gonna, a lot of people ask that. I just we'll, we'll have, have the. We'll I, think we'll we'll have, I think we could have a second league. We're gonna we'll open have up a, a regulation, a, league. yeah, a regulated league, and then the the main league. So what we'll what we would do in that case is the bottom three teams or the bottom two teams of the main league, and the and the top two teams or top three three teams of the regulated league would switch, and kind of like how uh, M, um I don't know if it's MLS, but just soccer. Soccer, in soccer does it in general. And and, so, and winner winner of this league gets a jersey of their choice that will that we that we get them unless and it's one of us. And then then you gotta buy your own. And then the regulated <laughs> league, maybe they get just a can fan shirt, and then the passage. No, the regulated shirt. league, their win is to get into the, the battle. They get to go. They get to go to the actually the grown up table. He, what uh, in soccer usually it's the. Top two teams get moved up, and the bottom two teams get moved well, down. We'll, so maybe we'll, we'll, do, we'll figure it out. out. We'll hey, we'll figure it out. out. We'll iron out. But hey, not only is it Bills Week, we destroyed some eggs, and now we're moving on to those Buffalo Bills. We're going to their home. We're going stadium. for some bison. Some bison. That's very close to Canada. You don't want none of this, son. You don't want you don't the smoke. Want none of this, son. You don't want <laughs> the smoke. And guys, we have. Dallas Cowboys Chris live in studio all the way from Arlington own Dallas Cowboys Chris will be here sitting on the inaugural couch with uh, Anth Best and it sounds like brother Adrian's going to be scooching in here somewhere we'll see what happens we'll slip him back here we'll slip him between you guys whatever brother Adrian will have to be back here with us but hey anyways we'll figure that out when we get to that moment guys if you know somebody who isn't a Cowboys fan I got something you can tell them Go, Go fuck yourself! Love you, chat. Love you, chat. Love you, chat. How about them boys? What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? 
These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.